Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, welcome to this week's episode of the Fearless Mujer podcast. So excited that you're back for another cup of virtual cafecito. Hey, check it out. Today's episode is featuring my amiga Monica Rojas, who is a certified boxing trainer. She is also a faith-led fitness coach. She loves to help moms be them their best self, but not just on the outside, also internally. I love her work. I love everything that she stands for. She's also a homeschool mom. So she's the perfect example of a busy mujer who wears a lot of different hats. But let me just say this. Uh, Monica is doing this whole series on her podcast, which is all about healing And so we decided that we were going to have a cafecito chat, have a conversation about healing, but also toxic traits and why the toxica label is not a thing to be proud of, right? And so it just works out that way that my series and her series are just kind of uh, blending in together, if you could say it that way. So um, as you know, I'm doing the no Mas Toxica podcast series. And so this conversation is really a deep conversation about uh, the way that we kind of see toxic traits, the way it affected us personally. So we are speaking from a place of conviction and experience. And we're basically telling you why you should not wear this loud label. And so we hope that you enjoy this. I say we because, you know, Monica has her podcast. And so she's um, having this conversation. You can go check out her podcast. It's crowned with confidence. Um, But I'm so glad she was able to uh, share this cafecito chat with me and really um, just talk about her own experience. So it's really a powerful conversation. And you can find Monica on Instagram at boxfitqueens. You can also um, go to the link in her bio. You can go to boxfitqueens.com. And just check her out. I'll have all of her links in the show notes. I hope this episode blesses you. Make sure that you share it with your amigas. God bless you. Amiga, welcome to season six of the Fearless Mujer podcast. Yeah, girl, I've been here for a minute. I'm Micaela, author, speaker, Latina life and podcast coach, and the founder of Fearless Mujer. Girl, for many years, life knocked me down so much that I feared I would never be the woman I was meant to be. But as God's daughter, I know that I'm not meant to live in fear. So when I speak about being fearless, I'm not talking about not being afraid. I'm talking about fearing less on this beautiful life journey that can sometimes feel messy. But the most valuable thing I've learned on my life journey is that sometimes your setback is a stepping stone to something greater. Because sometimes what is meant to destroy you becomes what prepares you to lead and empower those around you. And girl, I'm a living testimony. You can read part of my story in my book, 
Dear Fearless Mujer, you were created for more. So Mujer, come join me for real, raw, and honest conversations with authentic women who will lift you up, encourage you, and will keep it real with you because we don't sugarcoat anything over here. Girl, this isn't your ordinary podcast. The Fearless Mujer is a sisterhood and you have a seat at this table. So amiga, grab your cafecito and come be part of conversations that truly matter. Together, we are unstoppable. What's up, Micaela? Hey, Monica. How's it going? Good. We're back together again. I love Yes, we are. <laughs> You're one of my yeah. favorite people. <laughs> you too. Yes. One of the four. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of three, but I guess. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we know why we're here today. We're going to have this raw conversation about this topic that, for one, I'm doing a Healing with Confidence series, but you're actually in your own journey. What are you doing right now on your podcast? Man, I just felt God, like, you ever want to say something, but you don't say it, and you see the the comments, the things people are saying, and you're like, oh, I want to say it, but I don't want to say it, right? And then I just felt like God gave me the go-ahead, like, you need to talk about this. So I'm doing the No Mas Toxica podcast feel women don't get how it's actually really affecting us it's not anything to be proud of and so it's really it's really just a series about being toxic and why it's not a proud thing it's not something you should be proud of it's not something that you should loudly be boasting and I know that not everyone's gonna agree with it but that's okay that's why I love to be with women who can have those conversations and say, well, like, I don't agree. Like, okay, why don't you agree? And I think it's just, it's really to create a dialogue that like, hmm, let's talk about this, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, the reason that I think that the, these two topics cross together is because uh, you were already going to be a guest for the series, but then I saw you were kind of doing your own thing about this Toxica topic. And I said, you know what? Um, you, you shared a video, like, I don't remember, like a week ago, maybe, uh, where you were talking about how, uh, Toxica is the opposite of a healed woman, you know? And so this series is talking about healing with confidence. And some of the women that I've had on are like talking about some deep stuff, like when they're in their addiction, someone in an abusive relationship. And I was like, man, like talk about healed women, right? Like women that are really walking this deal and, and trying to navigate their way through a healing journey and, and doing it with God, right? Um, yeah. but it wasn't always like that girl. We know, like it was, I mean, well, let's just come yeah. on swinging, right? Like toxicas are really the, yes. um, to me, I feel like it's a title that's labeled for women. So they, they, it's like an excuse to not take a look at yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, I really yeah. feel that I feel like it's an excuse to kind of say, this is just how I am. This is who I am. And it is what it is. Right. My mom was like this. My dad was like this. My sisters were like, like, I just feel like we just kind of like, uh, like, like we're proud to have it as a generational thing. And we don't mm. want to take a look at ourselves. That's wow. the way I see it. <laughs> and you know what? Like my audience is, you know, Latinas. I mean, anyone can listen, but I just, I always talk about that generate or the generational and the cultural mindset and things like that. Right. That have actually hurt us. Right. Like the sayings, oh, calladita te ves más bonita, which basically means like, you know, if you're quiet, you look prettier. Like, what? <laughs> you know, yeah. what does that mean? God gave us a voice. He created us to speak. And perfect example is Queen Esther, right? She literally saved her people by speaking up. So there's a reason why God gave us boldness. And sometimes that has been taken away from us 
at such a young age. So this toxica culture, this toxica mindset, I think it's and I guess maybe it's not just, you know, in the in the Latina community, but that's that's where I see it the most because, you know, my podcast is geared toward Latinas, but I know um, you know, there there's been songs in English about like being toxic and things like that. Um and even like like songs, right? And and reels like stay toxic, like ha ha ha, like what? And my thing is this that you know, I was married for over a decade and I can look back now and I can say, here's where I went wrong. Here's where I had not healed and I got into this marriage and, you know, all of my, and it was both of us, right? But all of the toxicness, all the childhood trauma just overflowed into, into the marriage. And, you know, and this is not an episode on marriage, but when you haven't even had a good example of what a marriage should be and you haven't healed and we're talking about healing. Right. So so maybe this is a a good thing to kind of, you know, dive into. But you haven't healed like it's it's like what they say. Healed people heal people. Mm -hmm. Healed people know how to heal people when you're healed. You can see like from a mile away, you can smell and you can see, oh, that person's not healed. But it's our job as healed women. And and we can God can even use us to help the men. Right. It's our job as healed women to lovingly tell people that we love. Hey, I know why you do that. I know why you react like that. It's because of X, Y, Z. Right. Because here's what happens. I think I think sometimes that we don't give people grace. We don't give them the grace that they need in order to grow Mm -hmm. the way that God designed them. So when we give them grace to say, hey, you know, it's okay because guess what? This is why this is why this is happening. It allows I think it allows people to really be like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. Right. Right. I'm not a bad person. And I think this is why um, it's such a beautiful thing when like, let's take a relationship, right? Both people are growing, but one person maybe is a little more healed and they can say, oh, wait, wait, sweetheart. Like, I know exactly why this is happening, right? It's it's that it's almost like I think a healed woman is almost like medicine, mm-hmm. right? It's like the Bible says um, that. How does it go? It says something about when you have sweet words, it's like honey. Mm, yeah. And so when we when we look at a toxica, right? Her words are not like honey. Her words are like bee stings because she's literally and and it's not just to a relationship, right? It's to your children a lot of times. I know that that I have made mistakes as a mother, right? But I think that's where where we are able to grow. So I think man, like this is such a great topic and I just want to say off the bat that it's not to shame anyone. It's not to attack anyone. It's not to make anyone feel like, oh, well, you're not healed. You're not there yet. We're like, I'm still on a healing journey, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're never going to fully be there. Right. So that's, that's kind of my two cents on that. I mean, I can, it's just something that God has really put on my heart that I think like, God, can we just talk about this? <laughs> you know? Yeah. This is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't know about all those TikToks. I don't go, I don't go that deep in TikTok to like see that, but I, I believe you. I believe you. Uh, you know, I just think that 
I'm glad you said that because I was about to say that too. Like it doesn't make you any less worthy, right? It doesn't make you any less of a beautiful person. Cause I feel deep down inside, we all have a loving and nurturing side to us as women, as mothers. And I think that sometimes uh, the, the trauma, the pain or anything that we may have experienced when we were younger uh, is kind of overpowering that, you know, and then we come around a culture that seems to embrace it. And then now we're glorifying it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just think that, you know, at one point I, I, to me, the biggest thing is the surroundings. Like I know for me, hanging around toxic people is going to bring that out. And even till today, right? Like I'm still in a healing journey and I can see how sometimes like, I'm going to be real. Sometimes I could see how I act around certain people versus others. Like there's some people that I'll act a little more like hood with. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I, hey, me too, girl. Real, That's right? me. Like, me my, my family, right? like my family, you know, and yeah. there's some people where I'm like, okay, you know, I'm really trying to work on my, char- my character. And like I told you and Mariana, like I'm really trying to work on my character right now. Like really just trying to, be that woman that's consistent across the board, right? Like even handling situations. I want to handle situations the same way I handle it with my husband and children. I want to handle it like that when somebody's out there road raging with me or somebody's mm-hmm. talking mess to me. Like I want to handle them consistently across the board in a in a calming and quote unquote spiritual manner, right? Because yeah. I know for me, it's easy to go into that toxica phase, right? Like I could get real ghetto, I could get loud, you know, and I know that I used to be that person. And mm-hmm. today I know that I don't handle things like that no more, but it's not to say that inside internally, I don't get that feeling or those thoughts of like, I want to act out again, you know? And sometimes I can see like depending situations where I'm at or, um, you know, circumstances like sometimes that wants to come out of me, you know what I mean? But like, I got to be reminded that like, I don't have to act the way I used to be, right? Like today, I know that I can act a little, I can act towards, I can act the way that I want to be as a healed woman, right? Like I get a choice. I can go back to acting like that broken little girl that Monica was, or I can act like the woman I'm trying to become today, right? And, um, And sometimes it's not always easy, but I think that's exactly where, you know, women start kind of saying like, oh, well, you know, this is just how I am. And I'm going to say this, this is probably going to be a little controversial, but I've noticed this a lot and I don't know how you feel about it. But one thing I hear a lot is like women, uh, not even just women. I mean, I don't know. I haven't heard it from men, but I hear a lot of women tying their, I, like their identity and personality to a horoscope or a zodiac sign or like, oh, that's just the way I am, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, but, you know, but almost like in the toxic traits, like, I don't, I don't think there's nothing wrong to get to know a little bit about yourself. I don't think mm-hmm. there's anything wrong with that to say, Hey, this is, you know, these are my traits, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think when you're so set in your ways that you don't even want to look past like, Oh, I can't be that because I'm this, you're putting yourself in a box. And sometimes that box can be that toxic box, you know, like you're keeping all those toxic traits in there. And you're not even like being open-minded to, hey, I can grow. I can heal from this. Maybe some of those toxic traits are because I had some trauma that happened and I don't even want to look past that. Like, you know, I just feel like some of those things really keep us in a box sometimes. What do you yeah. think of that? Yeah. You know what? I love that. And it, I, this is how I look at it. It comes down to growth mindset and fixed mindset, right? Fixed mindset says... Well, fixed mindset only sees things one way. There's no in between. There's no, oh, it could be another way. Growth mindset, you know, we're always trying to be better, right? Um, and, and just walking with God and being God's daughter, 
we know we mess up. We know we're not perfect. We're always striving to be who God created us to be. I'm not striving to be better than Monica or Mariana or, you know, whoever. No, I'm striving to be better. And and this is I've always said this. I've said this on my podcast. Uh, my my definition of success is not having a mansion. My definition of success is being the healed version that God created me to be. Because one of the things that you said is the whole like, oh, I'm it's not even with the horoscopes. It's like um, a lot of people were doing the Enneagram, which I have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of believers take that test. But all I'm going to say, it's really deeper than a personality test. And you really need to look at where the Enneagram even came from, because Mm -hmm. it's 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 really hidden in the occult. And that's like a whole other episode, right? So I never had a good vibe about it when I first started hearing about it. Um, And I'm not the kind of person that's like, oh, everyone's listening to that pastor. Everyone's, you know, doing this. That's not me. I'm just not that way. Whole other episode, right? Mm-hmm. But it goes exactly with what you're saying. Like, okay, yeah, I can say that I'm this person based on the fact that I took a personality test. I mean, like I've done the, the, um, Clifton strengths thing, right? And it did explain a lot about myself. But at the same time, I know that I'm always evolving into a different woman, right? I'm me, but I'm always evolving into a different woman. And if I'm allowing God to refine me, then I'm always going to be a better version of who I was yesterday, five years ago. So here's my thing. I love what you said. I feel that the toxica woman, this, this whole like, Everybody wants to belong. It's really about identity. Everybody wants to belong somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if if I can say, oh, I, I do this because I'm a toxica, then I'm basically giving myself permission to allow my toxic traits to vomit over everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how else to say it nicely because that's exactly what it is. Um, and you're, I feel that a lot of times also we are seeing things from the wounded little girl's perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you've been through a lot of stuff, then your job is to become the woman that would have protected you. Like I saw I saw a TikTok that said, um, I'm not on TikTok like that either, just so everybody knows. <laughs> um, <laughs> it said my biggest flex is becoming the woman that would have protected me. Oh, that's so good. And that spoke so deeply to me as a mother of a child who, you know, went through sexual abuse. It like spoke to me so deeply that like, you know, a toxic thing is for family to protect an abuser, right? So this whole toxica, this whole, this whole, it's not just about a woman, right? This whole toxic mindset is very, very dangerous. It's very, very, it can damage you because how how many relationships and i don't know why just relationships is something that has been on my heart because god has been teaching me a lot how many relationships will you go through blaming the person saying oh it's because they were like this it's because you know whatever whatever right whatever you want to say about a relationship that doesn't work then not looking at yourself hey i was at fault too like that wasn't okay because i can i can say this and i can admit this for most of my marriage, I was very controlling. But you know what that was? That was the little wounded little girl that never felt safe, that finally had something to control. 
And as long as everything was the way she wanted it, then she felt safe. But see, I couldn't understand that back then. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm not going to take the blame for like why the marriage I was in ended. But I can say now, oh, these are all the things I did wrong. So moving forward, right? The person that I choose to be in a relationship with next. Well, I'm going to communicate with him totally different. And you know what? That's a growth mindset. But that's also because I am a healed version of myself. Right. And so so even with that, and maybe there's someone who's going through divorce right now. And so I just want to tell that woman that, you know, you may feel that you wasted a lot of time. You may feel that what was all this for? But in actuality, that relationship, that marriage for the time that you had it, it served a purpose Mm -hmm. because I can tell you that the whole time, right? I wasn't happy in the marriage I was in. I wasn't. And for a while I blamed and blamed and blamed until God, God told me to look at myself. And that's when the healing began. I began to heal. I be, so it served a purpose because I healed and I got closer to the Lord. So, yeah. Wow. So all that to say, like, I'm sorry, you guys, my phone wasn't on vibrate. No, okay. <laughs> um, you don't have to edit that. This is real life, you know, behind the scenes. No, but all that to say, and I don't know why, it's it's just because I'm in that season where God has been teaching me so much. I know we're not doing like a marriage or relationship episode, but I just want women to understand, like, you don't have to accept this label. But here, here's the thing, Monica, and, and you tell me what you think about this. Is it easier for me to say, I'm this way because I'm a toxica, right? I manipulate, I control because I'm a toxica versus, hey, I need to heal this part of myself. Because mm-hmm. here's what happens when you're healed. Okay, here's what happens when you're healed. When you are healed, you are free. You are so freaking free to be whoever God called you to be. You're so free to be who God called you to be to the to the point that what people say, what people think, it does not phase you. It doesn't bother you uh, when people don't agree with you. Uh, let's just say um, the labels, the trying to be part of this and trying to be part of that. You're mm-hmm. so free from that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the beauty of being healed, that mm-hmm. you don't have to take any label. You don't have to blame. Oh, it, like what you said. Oh, it's all the women in my family have been like this. I mean, there's some truth to that, right? Like, I come from a line of women who are big talkers, you know, big, like, they talk a lot, <laughs> right? That's mm-hmm. And I'm that way. Um, But all that to say, like, which one is easier for me to calm my self-apoxica and assimilate to that so that I don't have to do the work of healing mm-hmm. or actually looking at myself because we both know that healing is uncomfortable oh, healing yeah. is so uncomfortable and when you think you're healing from one thing guess what God starts showing you other things <laughs> that you need to heal from oh by the way there's this and this and that because it's it's like a domino effect this one thing that you do this toxic trade is you know this one thing Now, because of that one thing that you're struggling with, now you're struggling with this other thing. Now you react this way, right? And so I really feel that this is part of like an identity struggle. 
when you don't know who you are. And and I was having a conversation with my cousin today. And um, one of the things that I said to her was, when you understand your identity as God's daughter, forget the church, forget religion, forget all of that. But when you understand I am God's daughter and he loves me, God already knows you're going to mess up. God already knows you got struggles. God already knows that just like Paul said, the things I want to do, I don't do. And the things I don't want to do, I do. Right. I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. So God already knows that. But when you're God's daughter, you understand that no matter what, just like the word says, nothing can separate me from God's love because he loves me. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so that's how I look at it. What What is easier for me to call myself a toxica and accept my toxic traits and never heal or look in the mirror and ugly cry and say, I need to heal this about myself? Right. Well, we're thinking about easy, to be honest, neither of them are easy because in the long run, the one that, you know, be taught, calling yourself a toxica, that's easy for the moment. But if you think about it in the long run, guess what? Where is that going to end you up at? What kind of relationship wow. are you going to have with your children? What kind of relationship are you going to have a relationship? Does anybody going to even want to be with you? Are you going to have friends? You know what I mean? And and I'm just saying that because I know that it is, it's, it's, it can really affect us. Like I, I know this as a mother, like there are things that I've had to learn to surrender and like really turn over to God because when it comes to my children, like you were talking about control, like man, talk about control freak. And I've learned to surrender a lot. Like I used to be so crazy about my kids getting dirty. And, and I realized that there was something there and it's like this fear. There was like this uh inadequacy that I was feeling because I never felt like I never felt enough. Right. And I think that that stems from my childhood, like maybe mm-hmm. because I was always trying to get the right attention or, you know, whatever. But I could see how that trickles down into, you know, th- that trait of control of, mm-hmm. you know, manipulation. And, you know, let's just say it, like manipulation and control are really just they're they're um what's the word they are manifestations of fear right because when we're manipulating it's because we're in fear of things not going our way and then when we're controlling we're in fear of the outcome that we don't have our hand in right so i know that that's always because maybe we're you know we're not trusting in god we're not trusting the process and so we get we get caught up in this cycle of like I don't know. For me, I just got to say it, the surroundings, that's been the biggest one for me, like really changing my surroundings. I was around a lot of people, even as I was like getting in recovery and I was cleaning up my life. Like I even got around some women that like, it lets me know, girl, like the drugs just kind of cover stuff, the alcohol, like that's really just a bandaid to like block out stuff because women that I know that don't even do drugs or don't drink or some were some of the most toxic women I met, like clean women. Some of them are the most toxic women I met. And they weren't, they weren't even getting high girl because they haven't dealt with those issues we're talking about. Right. And that's why it's so important. Like I said, um, it's like we're saying, right. It's important because we don't want to pass that down to our children. Right. You talked about identity. It is an identity issue. Mm-hmm. When you don't know who you are, you're lost. You're trying to figure out who you are. You're acting out. You're lashing out. You know, I dealt with the identity issues. You know, my identity was, oh, I'm a lesbian for 10 years. I'm trying to fit in somewhere because I felt accepted in the LGBT com- community. Let me tell you, Mikaela, like, I say this to say, and I've said this before, there's beautiful people in all of these communities. Like, I truly, 
I can see the, we can see the beauty in people if we really look, right? I don't feel like any of these people are less worthy. Anybody, I don't care what community, what orientation Mm -hmm. you are, it doesn't matter what race, it doesn't matter. To me, it's about your character and the way you treat people, you know? And I just, I've met some amazing people, you know, of all sorts of different beliefs like me. Um, but then I see people that uh, a lot in common, like me, like look like me, you know, maybe came from the same upbringing and they're very like, they're still caught up in their old beliefs, you know? Mm-hmm. And so to me, I know it's a mindset, right? It is a mindset. Um, it's a mindset because it's a choice at the end of the day. If we choose to stay here and we choose to stay stuck. That's our choice, right? But to mm-hmm. say that this is just who I am and this is just how I'm going to be. I wow. think that that is, that's just a cop out to me, you know, yeah. cop out to not take a look at ourselves. And, you know, like you said, it is a lot of pain. There, There is a lot of pain. There's nothing sexy about healing. Let me just mm-hmm. tell you that only the outcome is right. Like as we're going through it, but the process of it is really painful. I've been in the most vulnerable and uncomfortable situations in my healing journey. You know, I've gotten counseling before I'm in a 12 step program. You know, I still, you know, I, I go to church. I really try to do things that help me work on that inner healing that I need. And one of the things that I got guidance from my sponsor, because she's a licensed counselor, mm-hmm. and she told me, um, I was talking to her about something that had happened to me. And she said, I want you to think about that little girl. And she had me like have a moment, like to really fill out that little girl. And she's like, what would you do to her? Or what would you tell her today? If you could tell her something? And like, yeah. she had me say something to her, like comfort that little girl in me, right? To really, um, what's the word, nurture her, right? Love her and tell her that she was beautiful and she was worthy, right? And just like really speak life into that little girl. And it was crazy because it sounds kind of like this weird cliche type thing, but there was something so therapeutic about it. Like when I really like the way she had me stop and really think about her, like think about who I was back then. And just the, I remember feeling like this darkness in my room, right? Like I would just feel like sad and I was always like depressed as a little girl, you know? And I just, I relived that feeling in it. And what that showed me was like, there was still some things that I needed a touch, right? Like that I'm, that I'm, I'm working on to become this version of this woman that I know God wants us all to become, right? Like God really doesn't want that for us. And Mm -hmm. that's why I think that I love that we're talking about this. I love that you're bringing these things up. And I know we brought up a lot of topics that could be controversial, but that's not what it is, right? Like, I just, I think we're just from the outside trying to look in to see, like, I'm telling you, I've been there. I've been lost in my identity, trying to fit in somewhere and trying to be something that I wasn't, right? Like, in all honesty, I really don't even feel like I ever was truly a lesbian I really don't think I was I felt like it was I was in a lot of fear because I was afraid of loving a man because I didn't know any healthy men in my family so there was a lot of fear so the opposite was like well let me go over here instead right and in that in that cycle I produced a lot of toxic traits girl when I was in my in in that lifestyle for a little while let me just tell you I was in the most fights I was in the most like I mean, it was crazy. I was in all kinds of altercations. I mean, because I was acting out like crazy, right? And I was like, okay, what's going on, right? But now as I look back, I'm like, man, like I was really trying to figure out who I was, right? Like deep down inside, I, I know that I'm this sweet nurturing woman that really wants to just love on others, right? 
But that other part of me just wanted to mask it up and be like, Mm. don't mess with me, you know? And at that time I was, girl, like I said, I was, and I'm not glorifying it, but that's just where I was acting out the most was when I was the most lost and I didn't know who I was. I was so like, that's just how I was, yeah. you know, and I could have said that, right? Like, that's who I am. This is how I'm going to stay. And and I'm just so grateful for God's intervention because he started putting people in my life and in my path that really started to show me something different, right? Because I think a lot of times we just look to our family and our close childhood friends for comfort, yeah. and for support. But sometimes those aren't the people that we're meant to grow with or we're not meant to heal with them. Yeah. Beside us. You know, it doesn't mean that we can't have them in our life, but they're not meant to be there for as much time as we're allowing them to be there. Sometimes they need, we need to love them from afar and we need to allow and trust God to bring us on this healing journey with women and, and other people that we're meant to help us grow, you know, because yeah. today the kind of friend I am is like, I don't co-sign my, my friend's bad behavior. Like if I know one of my friends is doing something sneaky behind her man, I'll call her out on it. You know, like that's the kind of friend I am. I'm not like, oh, girl, really like get away. Like that's not like you're going to get away with it. That's not how I am. And I think the more of us women that come together to call women out on that in a loving manner. Right. I think that's how we're going to be able to grow as as women. Right. Because now we're not going to have other women co-signing our bad behavior. Right. Or toxica behavior. I love that. going to do that. Right. So the more we rise up as women and we work on ourselves and we start helping our friends. Cause to me, the most loving thing you can do to me is be honest with me and call me out on my stuff. Like yeah. seriously, I, to me, if you don't or I not give into your know. drama, how many yes. times are you going through stuff? And, and I mean, and this is okay. Perfect example. When you have a toxic trait that you want to vent and I'm doing air quotes right now, but you're really talking smack. Like you want to vent about whatever it is and you're just going on and on. It turns into gossip and turns into talking about that person. Um, It turns into you getting angry. You're you should never allow your emotions to get to the point that you're a hot mess now. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. where healing comes in. You can regulate your emotions. Yeah. Right. So here's a perfect example of being healed versus being toxic. I'm not going to entertain that. I'm not going to entertain the thoughts that the enemy might put in my head about that person, about, you know, like someone told me, how can, how can you forgive what your ex-husband did? I mean, there's a whole story to that because guess what? I I know how easy it is to, you know, do something that you're later going to regret something that brings serious consequences. I'll just put it that way. I know how that happens. And because I am healed and because I walk with God and I'm not perfect, right? I'm able to see deeper. But guess what? Someone had to check me. So exactly what you're saying, right? Someone had to check me and say, I'm going to tell you something and you're not going to like what I'm going to say, but I want you to hear what I have to say. And this person told me that I hurt them. I didn't even know. And they straight up said to me, and there's very few people that can talk to me like this because I just feel some type of way. Like nobody likes to be held accountable. Right. Or, mm-hmm. but, but he, you know, it was a, he, he straight up told me like, you know, when you um, are hurt, you're selfish because you only think of yourself. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? And this, this wasn't my ex-husband who told me this. And I was just like, I was like, what? So God used this person to basically show me 
how can you expect this person to forgive you, but you're not willing to forgive that person who hurt you? It doesn't work like that. You don't get to pick and choose. So perfect example, right? That when I'm healed and I'm hurting, the first person I'm going to go to and run to is God. And I'm going to tell God. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. Everybody doesn't need access to you. Everybody doesn't need. And I think that's part of having a toxic trait that you need validation from Mm -hmm. people, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody don't need to know what's happening in your world. And this is why I say what I say. I don't need friends, Monica. I need sisters. I need sisters who are going to love me through my mess, who are going to love me when I'm going through stuff, who are going to understand, hey, she's going through something. I'm going to give her space. Because that that's an, I mean, gosh, I could call out um, a bunch of toxic traits, but when you can't respect people's boundaries, that's toxic, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I, man, I feel like we got to do a part two on this, but you know, <laughs> all that to say, like the whole, the whole having toxic traits, it's because you're operating from a wounded place and that's mm-hmm. what makes you want to control and manipulate. Right. But when you're healing and you're walking through healing and you've been you've experienced some kind of a healing journey you understand you know that i don't need to run to everyone i don't need validation and i don't need to try to control this because Mm -hmm. here's the thing you can't control things you can't control Mm -hmm. people right you can't it's something that you just cannot do but you know what you can control you can control yourself you can control you can literally control your thoughts contrary to what people think Mm -hmm. You can, you can, yes, have a thought. That's why the word says, take every thought captive, right? You can have a thought, but you don't have to entertain it. Right. And this is, this is how sin happens, right? And look, I'm not perfect. Like I'm not a, you know, sinless person. We, we all fall short of the glory of God. So, you know, all that to say that I think the most beautiful thing is to be a sister to someone Mm -hmm. because maybe, you know, for whoever is listening right now, Maybe you're a little more healed than the woman sitting next to you. And you can speak wisdom into her and say, hey, I've been there. Let me tell you why, why you're experiencing this. Because, you know, you know, a lot of times when you're operating from your, your wounds, man, it's so chaotic inside internally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, what's wrong with me? But there's really nothing wrong with you. It's that you're operating from your wounds. If you could just understand that there's a wound there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just, I, I love this series that you're doing because, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that, man, healing is something that we should really glorify. Yeah. Because how do we get true healing? It comes from God. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really does come from God. It doesn't come from like what you're saying like drugs, you know, things like that. And I don't think it's just drugs. I think that people want to numb the pain. That's why people binge watch TV, right? That's why people distract themselves. It's it's because as humans, we want to escape. It's just everybody does it, right? Yeah. It's yeah. the reason why you grab the potato chips because you want to eat your feelings. And you're like, I'm going to give myself permission to do this, right? Totally so, feel. <laughs> I mean, yeah. girl, I see my feelings all the time. Like I really did. Lately, I haven't because I'm just like, I need to feel what I need to feel. It's like what you say. You got to feel it to heal it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I love I just I think it's so beautiful when you're healed because mm-hmm. a person that's healed is like 
a refreshing cup of water and you're like, wow, where did you come from? So <laughs> that's why I say what I say. Like, I don't need friends. And and I don't mean to sound mean, but I don't need friends. I need sisters. And and you know what? It's it's a very, very little handful of the women that I call and consider my sisters, right? And you're one of those women. Because I know that if I come to you, Monica, I can I can be real with you. I can be like, hey, God spoke this to my heart and I can just be real with you. And I think that's the most beautiful thing because I know you're going to pray for me, right? You're not going to talk about me. You're not trying to compete with me. We're on our own journey. And and it's just so beautiful that God crossed our paths with each other. And that's really what a sister is. But also we're healed women. So we we relate very different. Right. I love that. Yes, you're you're so right about all of it. And I, I always feel like I was only meant to get back on Facebook for that small amount of time <laughs> to come across to me sure. because I, honestly, like I went back for that like less than a year and I met you and it's been wonderful, you know, and I haven't found any need to be back on Facebook, but um, I'm just grateful because I think that, you know, our, our relationship has really been uh, definitely very therapeutic for me too, because it's, it is, it's so refreshing to meet another woman that doesn't want to just participate. Girl, like we don't sit around gossiping. Like we're mm-hmm. always talking about some good stuff. Like we're talking yes. about uh, what we're talking about. Ourselves. And we can be like, ourselves. Yeah. Like, we talk it's about like what it. I say. The only cheese man I talk about is my cheese man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we had a sleepover too. Like, I think that's oh, when yeah, I really realized like she is my sister. <laughs> you were so funny. You were all giggly. It was man, so cool. that was, and that was after the event. So it was so late, but yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about because um I was like, girl, my place is dirty, right? Like, I'm just being honest. I was busy. I was working, had stuff everywhere from the event, like, you know, planning the event and all that. And um, and that's so beautiful, right? That like I could be like, Monica, my apartment's dirty right now. But that's because you're my sister. So yeah. I know you're not going to. Um, the fearless mujer host, her apartment was dirty. <laughs> I'm already recording. Let us get it. Check it out. <laughs> Instagram live. So, you know that. And I think that's that there's no, how could I put it? When you're unhealed, there's that paranoia of like, what do people think? What are they going to say? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what are yeah. they going to say? Yeah. So yeah. I think that's that's the most beautiful thing. And I cut you off. I'm sorry, girl. No, no, you're good. I was going to say one thing that I've learned in recovery is um, the greatest value is in being ourselves, you know, and that is our greatest value. And I think that once we start to understand and learn like what's not what's not congruent with what God wants for us, I think that we'll be able to start like wanting to change. And I know that and we got it. I know we're going to be wrapping up, but mm-hmm. I was going to say that one of the biggest things is like um that I've grown a lot in and I see it like a hundred percent is in my marriage, you know, and just from when we got together to now being married, uh, it's, it's so beautiful. You know, I always told myself like, I can never be in a relationship past a year. Like I just get tired of people. That was my fixed mindset. It was like, I just get tired of people. I just can't be around them that long. I would always say that. And I, and I would always find a reason to be like, to, uh, what's the word? to mess something up right to do something cause chaos and say oh see I told you you know and Mm -hmm. and I know today that those were ways and patterns that I had to start taking a look at right and I'm so grateful for everything that I 
I'm, I don't, I guess I don't, I don't have to regret it. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm in the most amazing relationship I've ever been in today. And I know that if it wasn't for those, you know, experiences, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Um, but you know, it, it was so healing to take a look at my patterns and say, Monica, you were like, you were the common denominator in all of this, you know, and that was not easy to look at. It wasn't easy to take a look at, like, I was a common denominator in a lot of the things and a lot of the abusive relationships I was in because a lot of the times I was the abuser, you know, um, emotionally, sometimes physically, you know, verbally. And it's, it's a sad part for me to talk about because it's not something that I'm proud of, you know, but I can tell you that I know that those are things that really affect us, that really mess with our self-esteem, that bring out a lot of guilt and shame. And I feel like those are the things that we start suppressing that we don't want to take a look at. And in turn, instead of working on ourselves, we decide to say, hey, I'm going to throw a label of something cute on myself to make it like acceptable, you know, but I just want to leave you with some encouragement because I want to leave our listeners with an encouragement that, you know, anybody Anybody can start their healing journey. It's never too late. I don't care if you're an empty nester, if you're just starting your life. It doesn't matter. It's never too late. You know, your your circumstances, your life don't have to define you. It's what you have in your heart. If you know that this doesn't fit you and you know there's something not right here, like I want to challenge you to really turn to God in this area because I can't give you any other explanation of why I am the way I am today, except that I trusted God in the process, even as uncomfortable as it was, you know, um, I know that we're meant to feel things we're meant to heal. And we're gonna, you know, we have to take a look, God's gonna have you take a look at your heart. And he's gonna really have to and he's gonna really take you to take a look at the areas that you don't want to look at. And that's what I've had to take a look at. And it honestly, uh, I don't regret it. I don't regret it one bit. I've loved, I've loved the outcomes. I don't love the process of it, but I've loved the outcomes. And I'm, I'm just grateful today that I gave myself a chance that I thought I was worthy enough to live this life today, you know? So I just yeah. want to tell you that if you're dealing with that, um, if you're in this place where you feel like, man, you know, I maybe need to take a look at my friendships. I need to take a look at my behavior, like really just pray about it. I, 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 I know that there is healing on the other side, right? And you just have to trust, trust God, trust the process. But what do you want to leave with? The well, listeners? I just want to, I love everything you said. Amen to that. But all I want to say is this, because, you know, I talk a lot. If you want a book on healing, two great books, one of them is mine. Uh, it's called Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More. Um, and then Mariana's, which is um, Mommy on a Mission. You can get both of those on Amazon. Um, I just think there, you know, Mariana has been through a lot and she has so much wisdom. And when you've gone through stuff and you've healed, it's, it's like, it's possible for other people to heal, right? As uncomfortable as it is. So if you want two great resources, um, I'm just kind of shouting out those books. <laughs> I'll link them down below so we can. Yes, I've read um, Micaela's. I have. I just got Mariana, so I'm gonna read hers. I have it right here somewhere. I don't know where. Hers, hers is yes. good. I love really, it. Really, I love it. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. And and they and Micaela has a podcast too. So if you're listening on my podcast, go listen to hers. It's called The Fearless Mujer. She has an awesome, um, some awesome episodes and some content, and you can find her on Instagram and TikTok. Right? Yes. yes, and then 
Yes, if you could uh, give your your IG or oh. whatever you got going on, yeah, so that under box fit listen to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm under box fit queen. So I'm actually I actually do uh, boxing content. Um, I was a boxer before, but now I really felt God wanted me to use it for more of a therapeutic and healing journey to help other moms that are struggling, maybe with uh, you know, some postpartum depression, or they're struggling at home or with their confidence. I really wanted to bless other moms with, you know, the knowledge that I have. So I just put out free content, free challenges, uh, free workouts. And I have this podcast, Crown with Confidence. So just I'm working. One day I'm going to write a book, too. One day I want to write a book. <laughs> but for Girl, now, and you got time. two people to help you. <laughs> I know. They've been telling me. I'm like, wait, one day. But I'm not. But either way, either way, I'm just I'm grateful to to know you. And I'm just I'm grateful for this process, too. Thank you for doing this uh, with me, because I know we get to cross these episodes over. So, yeah, this was awesome. Thank you, Monica. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Share this episode with your amigas. Yes. Bye bye. Hey, Muhead, if this episode encouraged you, inspired you, and pumped you up, let your homegirls know that you're listening to the Fearless Muhead podcast. Go share this to your Instagram stories and tag the Fearless Muhead podcast. Let your primas know that this is your favorite podcast. Text them the link. Let them know that there is a space for them to be empowered and inspired. And hey, more than anything, thank you so much for being part of this cafecito chat. Make sure that you leave a review on Apple because that means the world to me, knowing that this episode empowered you and inspired you. And hey, God bless you.